Yeah, yeah, yo, it's been long overdue, uh, but hey, I'm here, it's all that matters. About to get into the Gorilla Filmmakers podcast, uh, episode two, so hang tight, I'll be right back after this. Uh, what's going on, what's going on, I'm back finally, um, you know, on this episode, it's been a long time, I'm sorry, I mean, not really long, but longer than I said it would be, I said weekly. And that didn't quite happen. I've been kind of super busy on things. Uh, installed my first toilet today. You know, it wasn't as intimidating as I had assumed it would be. But, uh, you know, I got a lot of stuff done around the house other than just editing videos and wasting my life away in the office in front of a computer. But, um, you know, that's one thing I want to talk about on this podcast episode uh, is a question that I always get. I get this question a whole lot in messages and you know, people I don't even know that I never knew even knew who I was, you know, message me and man, you know, I just want to know how do you get your films made? And, um, you know, um, I've never really just thought about it as, you know, being that miraculous, especially nowadays, because I mean, anybody can make a film. This phone that I'm holding right now make a film. Um, but, you know, the one thing that I do personally to get my films made, um, I've never done a crowdfunding campaign. Um, just honestly, the only reason why is because I never thought it would be successful. And I'm in the middle of, a, of my first crowdfunding campaign at this moment. And, uh, you know, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, I've never did a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, I, I work a full-time job besides filmmaking. And a lot of, uh, of what I spend into my filmmaking is either coming from what I save, when I can save from my paychecks, or uh, I have a film titled Hongo that's on Amazon Prime right now. And the little money that I get from it, which is very little, a uh, couple hundred bucks maybe, if that, if it's a good month, um, goes right back into the pot to make films. And that's how I'm making my films right now. And I've just got off set of my second feature film, They Live in the Shadows. A seven-day shoot, uh, tallied up my receipts, almost $600 spent, $600 budget to get that film made. And um, it's not to be, you know a ploy or use that as a you know something to market it with the $500 feature film it's not that it's because it's what I had to do to get my movie made um it's just you know doing what I when I write my scripts uh you know in a way it kinds kind of handicaps my creativity but it kind of enhances it in the same fashion because when I write my scripts I think of how much money will I have access to not much okay how many locations do I have access to? What actors do I have access to that I know I can depend on? You have to think of all these resources before you even put pen to paper. And then when you write your script, you have to think and keep your story creative with those same resources in mind. So knowing uh, would they live in the shadows, I knew I was going to have, you know, I wanted to keep this kind of not so, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I knew I never wanted to go a big as big as of, of a cast as I did with Hongo for this film. I just didn't want to put that stress on myself. 
So I, the, my two main leads are literally 90% of screen time. Literally. So I'm dealing with two actors almost the entire film. And, um, you know, we went on set, uh, two actors, myself running camera, uh, another good friend of mine, uh, Larry Triplett, who's also in the film, script supervisor, and my brother running audio, and uh, another friend of mine, Dallas, who had to come in and out, but his wife was in the midst of having a baby, so he couldn't stay as long, and that's understandable. But that's literally uh, who, me, Larry, Kaylin, Dallas, six people on set, actors and all. And that's that's a small cast and crew that can get by on a $500 budget if you're creative enough. Everybody ate on set. Um, my, my actors, one was from Arkansas, which is about 100 plus miles from uh, where we shot. And another one is, you know, about 69, 70 miles. So, you know, I knew I didn't want them driving back and forth. Although, you know... You know, they were so hungry for the roles, they probably would have if they had to, but I wouldn't do that. So, you know, I knew I didn't have money to buy them hotels. So guess what? I opened up my home to them seven days as we shot this film. You, you have to do these things um, when you have to do them if you want to really feel good about making your films. And, you know, another good question is how do you find the actors? Well, you know, you have to be upfront with them. Uh, you see a lot of casting calls and stuff like that that they abuse. I ain't going to say abuse, but you see it all commonly, the unpaid for credit. All right, unpaid for credit. Uh, I'm one of those that, you know, I'm not too big on the IMDB thing uh, because, you know, I'm not a big budget guy with all this money behind me and have to make sure I got the most top-notch of the actors with the longest resumes. That's, that doesn't matter to me. Um, so the credit thing, you know, it is what it is. I'm uh, I'm more concerned about how hungry are you as an actor. Um, you know I don't have any money. How excited are you of this project as I am? Because whether you see it or not, um actors from an actor viewpoint uh being a part of a film for free you're still getting paid if you think about it um you can use that film to show another director hey look this is me in a lead role or supporting role and you know look how look at my performance look at my blocking look at um you know my film presence and that could possibly get you a role that's credit in a way but visual um, you know, they can actually see this film. And just as you are, you know, invested in your product, you need to invest into your actors. As, you know, everybody's collaborating together. Everybody's working together to get this film made. And that's one thing about They Live in the Shadows. Uh, between both of my actors, everybody was there because they wanted to see that film completed. It wasn't personal agendas or nothing because everybody that's a part of this production can use this film to further their career in some form or fashion. And, you know, me as a director, uh, I hope that my reputation is out there that I'm going to make my films and I'm going to push my films as hard as I possibly can. And that's exactly what I'm going to do with They Live in the Shadows. I'm not going to waste their time. 
They came taking seven days out of their life. They could have done anything to be a part of my film, and I don't take that lightly. So I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to push this film. I'm going to try to get it in as many film festivals as possible um, and try to get this thing seen. And I'm going to edit it, and I'm going to make sure that when people see this film, they're going to be like, no way you made this $600. No way possible. And when I hear that, that's music to my ears because it's showing you there that you put enough effort and enough um, thought into making a quality product to the way nobody could tell that you made that. I mean, it's almost disrespectful or offensive to tell them they think you're lying when you tell them, look, I made this film for 600 bucks. And I have my own little system now um, as a guerrilla filmmaker myself that I'm going to try to incorporate on my feature films is um, getting my actors, even though, you know, a lot of times um, just due to budget, I can't pay up front, but deferring the payment, actually deferring it and paying my actors and paying them off of screenings. Uh, start screening your own films. Share the revenue. Um, on this film, you know, myself, uh, I'm only getting, I'm thinking 25, 30, I have to look of the revenue. The rest of the splits goes to my two leads to pay them. So they're still going to get paid. But they invested in me up front and trusted me up front to donate their time, knowing that later on that, you know, the fruit will bear. So it's, you just have to be creative as a independent filmmaker. You have to be creative. You have to think outside of the box. Uh, you can't look at what somebody else is doing and, do that you have to do what fits you and your situation because every film every situation is different and you as an actor you know if you have reservations you know talk to the director have a meeting with them you know don't accept the role if you don't feel if you don't know anything about a certain person without meeting them first looking at their track record you know you you do have some directors out here who just make films for fun you know they make it seem like they're serious but they'll never put it out you have to find uh, somebody who's just as serious as you, collaborate together to get that thing made, and get a, make a film. It's, it's not hard. But, you know, if you're thinking of your resources, you're thinking of what you have access to, you're thinking about uh, who you have access to, and write with that in mind. I knew when I wrote this film, um, They Live in the Shadows, I knew the character that that the uh, plays Walter, I, I I already knew that he was going to be in that role because the way I saw that role, uh, only you know person I know that could do it right would have been him. That role you know had a certain presence about it. Um, and you know my other lead, um, she came and I mean it was this was one of the I had so much fun on set. I mean, it was almost, it wasn't stressful. It was like it was so much fun that we were just, you know, we made art and just had fun all the time. You know, you the hiccups and stuff come like with any production, but I wasn't freaking out like my first film, Hungo. It was fun. And now to my crowdfunding pitch um, that I was telling you guys about earlier, I'm in the middle of my first crowdfund for a web series titled Sticks. Um which is another project that I'm going to put out a little bit quicker 
I'm shooting it after my feature film, but my feature film, I'm expecting a nice little festival run. So I decided to uh, shoot a web series. I've been wanting to do a web series. Hardest thing I've ever done is write a web series because you have to think way ahead with every episode. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm in the middle of my first crowdfunding campaign. $6,000 goal. Uh, it's been active two weeks, and I've only had $50. And if you know anything about crowdfunding, uh, they measure your success of your campaign. If you don't get 10% that first week, you're probably not going to make your campaign. I have 1% in two weeks. Am I going to cry about it? No. Am I going to fuss? Put out this big long post telling everybody, you don't support me? No. No, I'm human. You know, I'm kind of disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I'm human. But, no, I'm not going to bake and sit on it. I'm going to get my film made. Plan B for everything I do. So now it's back to the drawing board and see how I get my film made. And the thing is, I wrote my script to the point. I wrote my script for my plan B. And I could always upgraded it for plan A if the crowdfunding was successful. But since I wrote it for Plan B, I don't have to change anything. And Plan B is already in progress. And I'm already getting um, schedules and things ready for the web series. I mean, you just have to do what you have to do to get your films made. So, um, you know, um, that's just what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I had a lot of people kind of ask me, man, how do you do it? How do you get your films made? And that's how. You have to write with who, what, and what's something else I could say? Who, what, and where in mind that you have access to? What locations? Um, where can you shoot this at for free? Or where do you have access to? Who are the actors that fit your roles? Um, how can you write this script to fit all of that? And it's, I mean, if you, if you take the 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 um, intimidation of it out of your mind, I promise you, it's easy. Um, it it kind of, in a way, I can't be as creative because I, you know, you you're writing with all these things in mind, so you can't be just super creative. But in a way, uh, in the same instance, you have to be more creative to get this done with nothing so um you know if you're on instagram or um twitter um check out my handle it's j underscore lockridge underscore and um i'm on facebook drawn lockridge uh go to facebook like the page of they live in the shadows that's the film i'm talking about and uh, i will be releasing a teaser here in a week or so and just you know a $500 film. And I hope to make people think that this was a $20,000, $30,000, $40,000, $50,000 film. Because right now it's not to a point to where you could tell this was a $500 film. And I, I'm proud of that because I put in the effort and the planning beforehand to make it that way. But I'm not using it as a gimmick. It's just it's how I had to get my films made. 
So when you want to get your films made, you will make sure that you get it made somehow or another. Nothing will stop you. Uh, whether you're a filmmaker or actor. Um, as an actor, you know, you you as an actor, you have the right to ask whatever price you want to ask. You have the right to work for whatever you want to work for. But you also have to be cognizant that unless you stay in L.A. or in Atlanta or you're willing to travel to L.A. and Atlanta, productions don't come every day. So every now and then, you're going to have to work. You know, if you want to keep acting, you might have to donate your time. But don't donate your time to just anybody. Look at the director's you know, track record. Look at what type of film that director makes. Because, um, you know, being in a, a, a film that a director really didn't care about or just throw together, you know, not caring about, you know, how it's presented can hurt you also. But if you know a director or a filmmaker that's, uh, you know, they're, they're about their word and they, they try their best to make a quality product, product, hey, how can you lose there? But, you know, it's, it's just all part of it. You have to have the determination. You have to have the decide to do what's best for you and make your films. That goes from both sides. Because if you're an actor, that's your film also. Everybody's together on it. But that's all I wanted to yap my gums about today. Uh, you know, that was a question I get quite a bit because, you know, I'm on my second feature film. Uh, I made a, well, it, what was supposed to be a feature before then, titled Betray. That was my very first project. Um, but, you know, this is my fourth, well, uh, count short films, my fifth project, uh, The Sticks, that's about to get filmed this summer. And maybe all combined, every single project combined, maybe I've spent, maybe I've spent $6,500, $7,000. And that's five projects. Hey, just think about it. You have to be creative. Uh, you have to network. And you have to get out here and get it done. Or just sit back and wonder. But, you know. I'm about to get ahead and edit and finish They Live in Shadows so I can get this uh, teaser out and uh, get ready for my shoot this weekend, which is my birthday weekend on the 13th. Uh, well, we're shooting on the 14th. My birthday is on the 13th, but I won't be able to celebrate my birthday and go out and bar hop or nothing because I got to get up and get ready for set that following Saturday morning. So, man, I'm just loving life right now because I'm getting to do what I want to do without limitations. And I suggest you do the same. But until next time, this is Jerron. I am. This is the uh, Gorilla Filmmakers Podcast, Episode Two. And until next week, hopefully, I can get it out on time. Um, check me out, Episode Three. Peace.